<laughs> well, we can't speak to the quality of the juice inside. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, a podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Uh, this week on Chill Filter, we are drinking uh, Shackleton's uh, Blended splendid Malt Scotch Whiskey, and Ravi is messing with me, and I have to not look at him because he's... he's um, He's mouthing what I'm mouthing. He's like, nah, man, man, my name's Robert. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're drinking Shackleton's uh, blended malt scotch whiskey. This is a, a, a Bryce Marita joint. So thanks, Bryce, in advance. Yeah, uh, Glen <laughs> That's That's how we should always refer to him or, or uh, address him, rather. Um, and so, yeah, before I get into any of the whiskey history, before I get into how things are going, uh, here's one way to support us. Uh, Patreon. I, I probably mentioned this a little too much. I don't always love dropping the Patreon thing, but I did realize that we are well on our way towards some goals with Patreon. Ooh, I like and, that. And uh, one of them being which, um, you know, we talk about uh, at a thousand dollars a month uh, on Patreon that I will butt chug a Macallan but eighteen. Chuck, but, uh, chuck. but there's more to it than that. Like, sure, we could no. do that once, once and done. Uh, which I am a man of my word, uh, and we're not gonna do it live. Maybe we'll do it audio live, but we're certainly not doing it. Video yeah, live. there's no video for that. Yeah, one. no, that's more than explicit. Um, and but there are like really crazy things we can start doing when we get to higher levels of Patreon, uh, such as uh, being able to afford whiskeys that we really can't find. Uh, and I thought about that recently. It's like, hey, if there's there's a whiskey that's almost impossible to find. Uh, Getting a little extra Patreon and your support uh, will also get us uh, things that wouldn't be normally doable, which we'd be grateful for. But otherwise, there's stuff in it for you guys. Uh, for example, the uh, whiskey uh, tiers that we have, like you get little little um, chill filtered swag from us. Uh, but you also get drink along status if you're above oh, the uh, $10 a month or more. And so... Uh, we love drink alongs, and uh, we're going to be doing one in November, probably late November. Uh, I'm thinking like one. I'm thinking like the weekend before Thanksgiving, or the after Thanksgiving. After would be best because after I am okay. driving across the country in the middle of uh, November. Uh, pull over and drink some yeah, whiskey yeah. with friends. <laughs> yeah, with my peeps. Uh, and then this month we will be drinking the uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. I believe it's the C or the B five twenty one release. I don't remember the proof, but I think that's the uh, specific release. And uh, we're excited about that. And then in the next few months, we got a few lined up uh, that we're going to be uh, couriering out to all of our Patreon supporters that are either grandfathered in or in the ten dollar more tier. That's a lot of business. I'm done there. I'm just going to stop right there. I'm just going to cut myself off. Oh, and say oh, that's the business. Oh. Hit us up on patreon.com. You'll find more. Oh, that was more business. Stop I know. It. I was trailing oh. off though. But uh, yeah, that's that's the business. Here's the podcast, as we used to say. Uh, Robbie, how's your week? How things? Cool, my dear, dear friend. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I do miss that. I, I miss being a listener in that respect because mm. I, you know what? If you've been listening for a while, I'm glad to have you because it's mm. 
it is fun, man. I enjoy yeah. having you guys. I enjoy interacting. And like uh, Bryce Marita, when it, you know, we're drinking a Bryce Marita joint. Yeah. The Glengoyne, boy. Glengoyne. And I feel bad because I, I will be honest. If you were to know me outside of the podcast and you were to text me, chances are it's going to be a two-week lag before I text you back mm-hmm. because that's just my nature. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Um, my wife gets immediate responses because happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got to take care of my wife. Take care of the lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole, The gets, lady friend. Cole gets responses within the day. I try. Because, no, no, no. I give them to you. You know, oh, I great. gotcha. Yeah, you're yeah, great. Yeah. I am awful. Like, Cole, if you realize like how quickly I will respond to you over anyone else, nice. you would know how dear of a friend you are. To True me. friend. I appreciate that. And I'm just, I'm awful. Like even with work emails, I'm awful. I answer my head, I take care of it. And then I go, oh yeah, you email me about that. I, I took care of it two days ago. Sorry, mm-hmm. I had gotten back to you now. So I'm awful at that. But Bryce hits us up so often. Love Bryce. Thank Love you so him. much for listening. And along with all you guys, like I want to say, I do say, I'm like, so being belated, I want to give a, a quick shout out to the Olsen family, the yeah. Bourbon Badgers. And uh, they went through a bout of COVID a week and a half, two weeks ago now. Yeah, about two weeks. Almost maybe three weeks, according to the podcast. Maybe, yeah. Uh, But they're doing better. I'm glad. I'm glad, yeah. And they're better looking after it. Oh, they're so good looking. They'd be like one one of those best family members. Looking family members, families of all time, for the longest time, since Patreon was invented for Chill Filtered. I just had a really good idea, Robbie. What did you What if we did, um, like... Christmas photos for Chill Filtered and send them out to all of our Patreon peeps. <laughs> I don't know if they'd really appreciate that. Who wouldn't? You got to put that stuff. I on would your appreciate fridge. it. I'd be about. Maybe I'll it. send a sample along with. Oh no, no, that's what we'll do. We'll oh, somehow oh. get a picture of both of us. Okay. We'll make it Christmassy, and then uh, via courier, we will ship out the next three months of uh, the drink along sample. Oh man, the only time we were together. It's this been year was in Vegas. Oh yeah, that's right. And I don't, do we take any pictures together? No. <laughs> we'll, oh. we'll Photoshop it or something. I don't All know. Right. Okay, so yeah. that's got to maybe that won't like happen. That. But that's gonna <laughs> be fun. That's a priority from now on. Yeah, yeah. From uh, oh, and man. next year, yeah, we'll be like from our family to well, yours. Chelsea and I are talking about next summer trying nice. to make it like a, a trip to see you guys in virginia and then she has yeah. a cousin kelsey who's up in dc right. yeah so, so we'll try, try to do like at least fly to you guys and then we're thinking take a train up to dc do mm-hmm. dc with her and then fly out so Dope. on that trip or next next time we see each other it's it's a it's it'll a, be a real photo a chill filtered photo op yeah i'm so down yeah yeah we'll take one for last christmas and then next christmas <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes totally. sense. <laughs> that's that's what's in my mind. So yeah. No, I like that. I like it. I'm good. I'm down with that. You know, we're getting mm-hmm. into the holiday season, aren't we? Like it's November. Yeah. Tis hey, the fellas, turn. Fellas, because most I uh, know it's mostly fellas here. Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fellas. Yeah. What's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. cold. I said, what's being cooler than being cool? Ice cold. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, (laughs) Now, ladies. No, we won't go there. Speaking of which, Atlanta won Uh the World Series last night, according to recording time. So, Mm -hmm. and Atlians, and they are from. Is Outcast from Atlanta? 
Yep, they're Atlanta. I didn't know that. Guess hmm, they're Yep. Whoo! Wow. That the things you learn on Chill Filtered. You, <laughs> Keep you coming back for, the, for more fun facts. You come here for the whiskey and you suffer through the stupid crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I to this day, I still think maybe there's one guy who's like, get to the whiskey, man. Like skipping that like 30 <laughs> seconds Steve. later button on the... Uh, yeah, it's Steve. that guy, Steve. Oh, man. Oh, Steve. Uh, how's Robbie doing? I'm okay, man. I am, I am so glad to be here right now. Nice. It has been a rough week, so... In my classroom, mm-hmm. we ha- we are short-staffed right now. I believe it. With the staff we have. Mm-hmm. And I had a staff member who had to be out this week because he's just got stuff going on. And I was like, yeah, dude, mm-hmm. I, I get it. Like, don't don't quit your job to take care mm-hmm. of this other stuff. We'll yeah. give, I, I, I will gladly cover as much as of you nice. as I can so that you come back because I need you. He's mm-hmm. an awesome guy. And, uh, dude, the kid's been this week so crazy as these days man no respect <sighs> and then i come home to the twins and mm-hmm. the twins are wild finley oh poor finley she was saying bye to grandma and running down the sidewalk oh. and junie was saying goodbye and they ran to each other and finley fell down and she's got this like oh hit, she's got like this hitler stash of a oh, stab baby oh <laughs> she hit her face hard oh and then, like it hurts and Amara is just like middle school age. So mm. I'm like, I go to work and I deal with middle schoolers. I come home, I deal with middle schoolers. And I'm like, I just lost it tonight. I was like, listen, everyone needs to shut up and listen. Just <laughs> I'm recording listen. tonight. No, yeah. <laughs> that, that comes into play sometimes. That's, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, it's one of the things where it's like, you guys are being ridiculous. Like, let's just calm down. I'm going to get everyone a snack. We're going to watch a little quick cartoon. And, and everybody's going to be cool. Nobody move or execute every last one of you. <laughs> right? It's like straight Pulp Fiction. Oh, so uh, it was one of those nights where it's just like, you're not, your kids aren't the best they can be. And you certainly mm-hmm. aren't the best parent you can be. It was one of those nights. And I was like, yeah. I don't feel like recording. And now we're, we're recording. I'm talking. So I'm happy to be here now. Nice. But boy, Santa, Santa there were Santa threats thrown out. Santa's Ooh. not going to come if you act like this. So anyway, that's, that's that'll straighten out a kid quick. I hope so. It didn't work yeah. tonight, but geez. Anyway, yeah. so I, I feel like that was a, a brief overview of Rob of Cranky nice. Rob. How you doing, Cole? You guys are like you got the internet back. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I you know I Friggin will give it to the, Cox Internet. Um, I called whoop. on Monday morning, and uh, yeah, whoop, explicit rating. Um. I call them Monday morning and they, I talked to this woman who was like super helpful, took care of it in like 20 minutes or less. It was awesome. Uh, It like restored a little bit of my faith in internet service providers. Okay. But I'm still a little mad. Um, And I bet I'll be like charged extra for like how well they did or something like that. Who knows? (laughs) Like I wouldn't be surprised. And Yeah, they're like, well, we took care of your thing, so we're going to charge you. And I'm like, well, you kind of blew it in the beginning, too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I won't go there. I'm happy. I have internet. We actually see each other face-to-face right now, which is That's awesome. That's nice. Yeah, I can and mimic you. Yeah, you can totally mimic me and me, 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 me. <laughs> and, uh, but, oh, one thing happened this week that was kind of exciting. Uh, remember how I told you I was uh, on a diet? Yes. I hit my goal weight today or this week. Nice. Well, awesome. you're looking svelte. So svelte, uh, oodles svelte, 
And oh, uh, we haven't had an oodles drop in a while. That's right. Yeah, that's I how feel like you are. Get back to your old linger. Yeah, I feel like uh, Bryce calls out when I say John, but I feel like someone else should uh, shout out when, like, on on the uh, Instagram or something like that. He Sweet goes like oodles. John sighting. Someone should do it when I say oodles, oodles, and yeah. respect. I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's you. That's, that's <laughs> that was me. That's you. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Uh, you know, today we're recording on a Wednesday. Normally we record on Thursday, but um, next, a week from now, I will be making my way up to Salt Lake City, uh, or at least Northern Arizona. Uh, so me and my friend Brennan have planned out, excuse me, a cross-country journey. We'll be stopping in places like Salt Lake City, Colorado Springs, Kansas City, uh, where else? Nashville, uh, Memphis before Nashville and then Nashville and then Charlotte and then to Richmond. So it should be fun. Uh, you know, it's funny. I very much enjoy cross country trips. I, I like stopping in cities that I want to stop in. Hopefully in Nashville, we'll hit up, uh, uh, Nelson's Greenbrier distillery, stuff like that, where we can enjoy certain parts of certain cities. And, but there's a part of me that's a little worried. I love this guy, Brennan, and there's nothing I have bad to say about him, but I find when I'm on a week-long, quote, vacation without Heather, I start getting, like, grumpy because I miss oh. my wife. Test and anxiety I, grumpy? Is no, Brennan going to get punched not. in the chops? No, no punching happens here, but I like, <laughs> it's not like I'm, uh, there's just a little bit in me that's like, man, mean. I wish Heather yeah. were here. I wish Heather were here to experience those. And I hope she's doing well where she is. And, and she's totally fine with me taking this trip. She's actually super grateful that Brennan can uh, take one of our cars with us uh, to the East Coast. So, but it's, it's going to get crazy. Like we're moving in a week and most of our stuff is packed, which is great. Uh, like we we're basically until we're the, the the van line truck company will come on Monday and just start Man. shipping across the country. And um, dude, and I got to tell you, mm -hmm. like a part of me really enjoyed just knowing we were in the same time. zone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. Well, every every half year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which or at least close. You know, you, and you're not even giving me that because you're moving the week yeah. like the days before time change mm -hmm. jeez cole <sighs> yeah so i'll be two two ahead of you soon which is gonna be crazy because i'll have to figure that one out oh man recording the, the podcast will not end listeners it, it will we not will figure it out yes no. could you we'll imagine if the, you're like well, sorry it's not gonna work out <laughs> we'll drop the dead low weight and cole's just gonna be like yeah. Hey, cool. Find some you? East it's like, welcome to Chill Filter, the podcast where Cole's super schizophrenic and talks to himself for yeah. an hour. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. No. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll get it. We'll, get well it done. honestly, though, mm -hmm. I gotta say, doing our like Saturday slash Sunday morning recordings, you can make that work. Have not been bad. No, no. I, I will say it, it stresses a little bit. Like, you know, my wife's not. Yeah, she's like, why super are you drinking and eight in the morning yeah and, and i just say deal with me it. alone woman woman yeah <laughs> listen here woman whoa i do what man. i want yeah, yeah. whoa man. we'll figure it out we'll figure no, it out we're, we're not so disrespectful to our wives no i there's no reason i would be because my wife is definitely the better half so boy you married well I, man 
I, I, I think she married I, well, but like you married well. I <laughs> outkicked my coverage by far. Like like when we got married, like it was it was like okay, yeah, whatever. Now that I'm aging, mm-hmm. and she is as gorgeous as the day I married her, if not even more gorgeous. Oh gosh, I outkicked my coverage by far. My uh, my dad would always say, like a fine wine. <laughs> yeah, that's how. Yeah, and that's my wife too. Well, she you doesn't know, have to do diets like I do. She doesn't have to do you know certain things like I do. She's just. I'm not wearing a perfect. hat, and you mm-hmm. can see Cole. Look at that. Look, jeez. Still look good to me, Robbie. Oh, Cole, you're. I the would best. marry you, but oh, I have yeah. lower standards than um, <laughs> most people. But Chelsea, she's got high standards, and she married you. Oh man, you know what? At the point, I feel like at the point we start complimenting each other's looks, so it's like podcast self-deprecating. Maybe it's a good time yeah. to go to break. Yeah, yeah. let's. Uh, All right. I don't know. Wait, I, I want to see. Like, is there anything else on my mind that I want to talk about? No. Nah, let's drink. Uh, so let's send it to break. We'll get back and we'll talk about some history of uh, Shackleton, which there's some cool history on on this today. Uh, and uh, and then we'll come on back and, and we'll drink. We'll do all those things. But first, let's take a break. So we're back. We're back. A few few notes to get to before uh, we get into the history is just we, like we mentioned before a big shout out to one of our most good looking Patreon supporters Bryce Marita and at smile the last years mm-hmm. oh pff. talk about like good looks on top of a smile and Man. a smile on top of good looks he actually like <laughs> he has a good smile like he is he is meant to beam Bryce, a smile Bryce just you know I've never met Bryce he like you would I, love I, I will say this well, there is two handfuls worth of listeners that I would love to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And he is definitely in the first handful. So yeah. I'll just say that much. There's a mm-hmm. lot of, you know, if yeah. you think, am I in one of those handfuls? You probably are. Because yeah, you probably are. We love first handful. Anyway, everyone. Price is awesome. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to do one day when we're making uh, more than but chug worthy McAllen. We'll have to do like a meetup for everyone who's willing. Well, to uh, meet up. John Hughes from embellished. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. Omaha works out because nice. it's the middle of the country. They, he yeah. said there's some good distilleries or at least mm-hmm. some good liquor there. Or you can go to Lincoln. Yeah. Well, Lincoln, we'll go ahead. Lincoln, Omaha. Lincoln doesn't have an airport, uh, but it is very close to Omaha. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Omaha has the bigger airport, I believe. So when I hear Omaha, country. I think, Peyton Manning, Omaha, and that's about it. <laughs> well, well, I passed through Omaha once. It was a long time ago, but I did. Yeah, dude, I tell you what, I, I have no idea. So, like, the nice thing about going because so you're going up to Salt Lake. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then from Salt Lake, you guys go through Wyoming, east from there, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. We got to go north I, into Wyoming and then south after um, Cheyenne. South back through like Denver. Yep, mm-hmm. that's the fastest oh, okay. way to avoid the strong Rockies. But we could go the seventy across uh, Colorado, but that actually takes more time, and it's starting to be winter, so it's risky. Yeah, mm-hmm. because th- that stuff closes up. If you get a weird yeah. storm, it closes. Mm-hmm. Just well, I always thought when you go through Wyoming, 
just make sure you have your alignment fixed before you go. Oh, for sure. Your yeah. cruise control it's ready long, to roll. Long straight roads. You can just take a nap without a mm-hmm. Tesla or I'm a, into that. Yeah, man, that stuff is just straight and boring. Mm-hmm. You know what's the most straight and boring though? Kansas. I've never driven across Kansas. Dude. I've dipped down into and it's Kansas, like but never you crossed. see a storm coming and you start worrying too because it's like oh man, that's You'll like tornado central. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You I've know done the it be- like multiple times with cool. the tornado scariness. Yeah, you got to download Nebraska by Bruce Springsteen out. Yeah, you got to yeah. do that. That's what like the best going through the Wyoming. You you'll go through the Badlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Badlands. Yeah. You got to do it. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. I got to do it for you at least. For me at least. Yeah. And for the boss. So oh, anyway. Tony Danza uh, wants you to listen. Anyway, Tony we're drinking Danza. Shackleton, right? Yeah, we're drinking Shackleton blended malt scotch whiskey. This is definitely our first Shackleton label whiskey on the podcast. But there's something that recently or that when I was writing this uh, history that blew my mind. You uh, like I found it hard to believe. In we are 176 episodes into this podcast, and we have never, ever, not once, done an episode on a blended scotch. Can you believe that? <laughs> oh, what? What? <laughs> and I thought that was crazy. That uh, is crazy. No, I. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of potential history today. Uh, so I decided actually to, for time's sake, just to focus more on who. Ernest Shackleton was uh, than what blended scotch is. And uh, hmm. you, do you know what TLDR <laughs> is? Do you know what that stands for, TLDR? Too late, don't ring, I'm going to bed. Pretty much. It's too too okay. long, didn't read. Um, okay. I think that's what it is. I might, someone's probably correct me later. <laughs> uh, but for for that TLDR, blended scotch is a blend is blends of 100% barley single malts from different distilleries. That's what which, which has definitely come short. up on the podcast before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about it, especially when we were drinking single malt scotch. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but maybe another episode, I'll talk about the different, um, maybe a different blended scotch. We'll talk about what the history of blended scotch really is. Uh, so let's talk Ernest Shackleton, the man. Uh, so there's a legend. And one that is was considered true for years. And uh, you, uh, Robbie, or potentially our listeners might have even heard this legend. Uh, there was an ad in the London newspaper, The Times, in the early 1900s. And it read, Men wanted for hazardous journey. Low wages, bitter cold, long hours of complete darkness, safe return doubtful, honor and recognition in event of success. Uh, and it is said that about 5,000 men applied to that job, not even knowing what it was fully about. And I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and Shackleton had to narrow down the applicants he had to 28. His goal, to reach and explore the Southern Pole. Oh, okay. I thought it was when you texted me and I figured 5,000 other men mm-hmm. about whether or not they would be the co-host. But it was not for that. Not for that. Oh, I've never okay. thought that once, Robbie. <laughs> you little insecure man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, so Shackleton made three expeditions to the South Pole, including uh, the first called the Nimrod Expedition. 
but I'm mostly actually, I did a lot of research and I'm only really going to talk about the third and final expedition, but really quick, just touch the Nimrod expedition uh, on the first Wait attempt. Shackleton, Cole, uh-huh. is this your first expedition and it's the Nimrod? <laughs> like uh, Nick's Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's Rob expedition. Get, I'll put that, I'll put that, that all over Instagram and be like, here's an ad. If you want to like co-host a whiskey podcast, Nick's Rod expedition. We're, we're, we're Nick's Rob. Rob. Yeah. yeah. So no, that is not the case. Um, and uh, he, he, within that first expedition, he made a new record, a new world record. And he was within about um, 100 miles of the actual South pole. And on his return to England was knighted by the king and he just got the bug like he just thought this was the greatest thing ever in the world to reach (laughs) the south pole and on his third attempt he actually intended to not only reach the actual south pole but he intended to um completely trans what's the word trans trans uh trans cross cross the whole antarctica yeah. Uh, and and like basically enter on the side of the uh, South America and then exit on the side of um, towards our good friend um, Joel Bradbury in like Tasmania slash uh, Australia. Dude, that yeah. you're upside down for a while there. Yeah, you, I mean you're like yeah, your gravity is pulling you upwards toward <laughs> the Earth. It's weird. I mean, people like Joel Bradbury blow my mind how they you know they see life upside down. I hope he laughs at that. <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah in in 19 oh, or 1914 this is the third attempt uh shackleton and his crew left england his expedition was called the british imperial trans-antarctic expedition uh they stopped oh, the first. yeah the the bit bit a bit a um they, they yeah they first stopped off the tip of south america on an island called south georgia and uh, then they made their way south to be the first. <laughs> the fir- yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I, I figure there's there's Georgia the state, Georgia the country, country. and now there's South Georgia Island. Yeah. Well, not now. There always has been for a while. Uh, but they made their way south to be the first to conquer Antarctica. Uh, but things actually w- are like to really cross Antarctica. And I think actually what I heard um I, and i might be wrong in saying the first to conquer because i think another guy actually beat him to the pole um and but he was like still like i gotta i gotta do better and like actually yeah. cross the total so yeah that's what i meant uh things went very wrong as they worked their way south in their ship called the endurance uh they underestimated how much ice there was in what's called the weddell sea classic and, uh, classic Gosh. mistake don't Jeez. underestimate ice. And Never. they were trapped by large amounts of floating ice for 10 months. Gee. Wow. Yeah. And before the endurance eventually was crushed by ice packs, like just packs of ice. Uh, not like ice pack you'll get in your freezer. It's a little bit different in this case. So I think it would have been different too if they would have named this ship like uh, move it along. We don't got time. Like you mm. name it the endurance. You're kind of like tempting fate, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like the hey, Titanic. Hey. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you just you don't call your boat something sturdy. Yeah, yeah. But if I get a boat, I'm calling it something sturdy. 
<laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it was crushed by the ice packs. Uh, the members of the expedition <laughs> worked their way on floating ice for another five months uh, before Man. they were able to row on very small boats uh, eventually to an island called Elephant Island. Uh, to seek uh, aid for his men, he, Shackleton, and five others sailed and rode a small ship 800 miles Jeez. on their own uh, to South Georgia Island and returned uh, with help to get every single one of that, that crew back to England. Not one member of that crew died. It was like a 28-member yeah. crew. And in 1917, he actually went back to England uh, he, he went back to England before then, but in 1917, he served his country in World War I uh, to the end of the war. But he still really wanted to go back to, to conquer Antarctica. He just like he had a bug like he's like, I need yeah. to be the first to do this. And uh, sadly, in 1922, towards the onset of another journey, he actually died in South Georgia Island uh, from a heart attack, uh, almost about to embark on a new journey. And And from what I read, he always had trouble funding these expeditions and that was, and people were like, I think that's what killed him was like the stress he dealt with, with like getting funding. But it's like, I don't know, like this isn't like one of those expeditions (laughs) where you're like, I'm going to come back with all the things I found in this Island that are like spices and valuable gold and whatever. It's like, no, he just wanted glory in a way, uh, which is not a bad thing. Uh, but it's like, why would I fund this guy making it to Antarctica? I don't know. There's part of me that's like, there's no reason that I would benefit from this. But. Did you call, go back and read his article? His, yeah. his classified? Yeah. That's why pay, you pay fund it. Little. Yeah, but there's yeah. bad news to that. Uh, there oh, are the two death things. wasn't the bad news? Yeah, no, it wasn't. Uh, well, yeah, it was. But there are two things in this story that stand out. And one, there is sadly no record of that advertisement uh, found, okay. at least not yet. Uh, people, there's, there's an there's a online, like there's a, a wager slash reward. If anyone finds the actual The Times so, advertisement that says that. So it's, it's likely made up. You'll get paid more for finding the advertisement than the men did who yeah, went might. to Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, so it's like kind of hard because that's like such a like a cool, legit uh, advertisement where you're like, yeah, 5,000 men showed up. We don't even know if 5,000 men showed up. We just know that there were 28 men on the expedition. So, um, yeah, that's the one thing. Um, And then Shackleton, apparently, at least on the Nimrod expedition, had a Antarctic base in one in that first expedition. And he apparently had underground, he had stored uh, five cases of liquor. Uh, Three of them were whiskey. Two of them were brandy. And uh, and so they actually found at least two bottles that were intact. Um, And uh, from what I read, and these these bottles were from the McInlay's uh, distillery. And that was from around 1907. And uh, so they found it in like 2010, I want to say, or like 20 or 2009, <clears throat> some point uh, about a hundred years later. And uh, from what I saw and read, the bottles hadn't even been opened. Okay. I'm like just open one of them at least. And they've been transferred back to Antarctica and uh, stored there, maybe in like some sort of museum. I don't know. I had a friend that actually worked <laughs> in Antarctica. Yeah, really? Uh, 
either we worked at the actual South Pole. He had to do some like satellite stuff or something like that. Uh, but he, he mentioned something called snow dogs, which are not, or no, sun dogs, which are not um, like the movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, it is basically a like phenomenon that happens when the sun is always in your horizon and like it basically creates this like huge ring in the sky of light uh which only happens at the poles so he said that he took a few pictures they were kind of cool shout out to brian actually brian uh was the guy who shared with us uh the talisker dark storm Ooh, uh, so shout out yes. to brian yeah and uh, brian. he's been to antarctica anyways where, so, where did yeah. you, oh okay that's interesting mm-hmm. to me where did you meet brian at uh, I met him through the church here in uh, uh, Phoenix that I go to. Phoenix, okay, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's uh, he's actually out in Plano area now, um, Plano, Dallas Texas. area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, Rex Burkhead's. Uh, what's that? Nebraska. Rex Burkhead. Is he, he from Plano? Nebraska. Yeah, he played for Nebraska. Amazing. Nice. He uh, also played for New England. I think he's still in New England. Was he so, kind of a a lame-o guy? Potentially a plain o guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey no <laughs> guy he was amazing he that's good <laughs> coach or player a player oh, running back he's a running back is he playing currently i think so i think he's shout so- out to he rex was- rex burkhead if you're listening mm-hmm. I forget hit us up you. on instagram i mean hit us up yeah we're a bigger deal than you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and for that now that we're now that we're shouting out uh, celebrities that we want to hit us up uh another one for billy corgan uh if you have listened hit us up we'll have you on the podcast gwen stefani oh totally. i'm surprised you i'm surprised you didn't go with gwen or billy last week but we'll get to that oh cool oh yeah you know uh, i feel like billy wouldn't even i don't even know if he drinks i don't think he does but you gwen are. that would be pretty dope yeah but anyway, can we, we are going so long on this history. So the company White and McKay <laughs> LTD Limited uh, decided to recreate the whiskey, which is weird because the bottles apparently weren't opened. Uh, but maybe they like, I don't know. I didn't find out how they were recreating this whiskey. Uh, I put up with air quotes. Uh, but maybe they like looked into the McInlay's distillery and were like, oh, totally. That's what they did. They, they had this yeah. recipe. I don't know. But they they just I think it's more commemorative than recreating. Uh, but that's apparently what they did. Uh, and that's what we're drinking today. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, Shackleton blended malt scotch whiskey, blended scotch. So a blend from multiple scotch distilleries, 80 proof, no age statement, but at least three years old. According to to be a scotch, you have to be at least three years aged, uh, even a blended scotch. Uh, it is, according to the bottle, it is a Highland style, which I assume means not peated in any way. Uh, so don't expect Ooh, any really? peat. Do you smell peat? I'm already started. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. You're like, let's get this episode over with. No. Um, I just got excited. Sorry. Total wine price, uh, around 40 bucks at total wine. So I'm going to open my bottle now. Our listeners can hear the cork pop or lack thereof. Yeah, I don't even think that made any noise. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, let's pour it on out. So let me get this straight. So they mm. recreated Shackleton's whiskey. No! I almost dropped a glass. Oh, boy. Go on, they re- Robbie. They recreated Shackleton's whiskey <clears throat> from a bottle they never opened. Mm. And it's a blended whiskey. 
So then they also said yeah. the other di- they said the other distilleries, listen. Yeah, I need you <laughs> to help me recreate a whiskey yeah. we've never opened. Yeah. And this is how we're going to do it. And well, they all came together. At least it's not aged in space. <laughs> so yeah. here's the thing. So it reminds me of like, I, gosh, I can't remember what it was, but it was something like conspiracy theories on a large scale are unlikely to happen because in order to keep a secret slash yeah. a conspiracy, you, mm-hmm. the more people you involve, yeah, the less able you are to keep the secret, right? Mm-hmm. Like it just makes sense. Yeah. So it's one of the things where it's like, really? So I yeah. don't know, Cole. We, yeah, we, we, if anyone has more information, if your name is Edward Hackleton Shackleton, Shackleton, mm-hmm. yeah, reach out to the podcast. If you're Ernest, yes, family has Ernest. Mm-hmm. I think, um, do you remember the book slash movie with Jim Carrey, uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins? Never seen it. Well, the book is written in the 30s and it's mm-hmm. based on Edward, uh, Shackleton. Oh, so, really? Yeah, I had no idea. Yep. It's loosely, very loosely. Okay. Based. Like he wasn't a painter. Mr. Popper was. Uh, he never brought penguins back to help him paint houses and slash start a circus. But there you go. I like allegorical literature that is obviously about something else sometimes, but is, you know, kind of hidden like the crucible. I really appreciated that idea of like allegorical writing where it's like, obviously they were talking about McCarthyism. And uh, but they wrote it in such a way that it could represent something like um, what's another example of that? Like um, uh, I want to say like uh, Lord uh, Lord of the Flies. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, even even what is it? Um, oh. What is that one? Is it not Animal Farm? What's the one that's like um, about like factory conditions and stuff? Uh, Soil and green. No. What is it? Someone's soil and green. That's very That's the one where they eat people through liquid or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, but I kind of dig <clears> that <throat> stuff. And I feel like I don't know if, if people wrote that kind of stuff these days, people would actually like listen. I don't know. But that's a yeah, long, complicated political idea. We have done so much on this podcast today. And mm-hmm. I'm loving this episode personally because it's Good. so much less about the whiskey and just hanging out right now. Yeah. I dig so it. Yeah, we've so, not talked a lot about the whiskey, but note wise, what do you get? Good on the nose. Musical? Really, actually. Great nose. So, what I, there's two things that happen with potentially that happen mm-hmm. with a uh, Highland type scotch. Uh, one can be a very nice, semi floral, sweet, and, um, and, kind of buttery in a good way nose and then sometimes it can get a little bit too into the uh, dried fruits which can be overwhelming for me sometimes this is actually on the the former end of the um pleasant floral uh sweet but not overly done dried fruits at least on the nose and i'm digging it yeah Mm -hmm. i'm with you do you get a little you do you do get peatiness do you don't you like there's a little, little smoke really. there. No, uh, I get a little bit. Maybe I. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm like, getting. I mean barley, barley notes for sure. Um, but I don't know about peat. I might be wrong. Oh. You know, maybe. I mean, well, sometimes they say in certain Highland distilleries they might use a little peat, uh, but typically you know it can what? kind of ruin the whole batch. You know, and not maybe, ruin, just unHighlandify. I. 
Maybe I don't know what my barley notes are. Maybe I confuse barley for peat because I don't know. But I've never thought of that. So mm. maybe maybe it's a good barley note. But there's a little bit of like I think peat. I think smoky, right? Like there's a little mm. bit of smoke, like a slight amount of smokiness to it. But I'm getting some smoky. There's a lot mm. of um like pear, apricot, mm. that typical typical scotchy kind of note there. There is like a slight amount of smoke on okay. the palate, but like it, it fades really quick. And I, I, I might even be on the same page with you. Like potentially I'm seeing my, you know, malted barley type uh, notes as like a peated note or something like that. That being said, there is a very pleasant uh, palate here. Um, something that crossed my mind while I was drinking it was that some people, and, and me included, look down on blended scotch. Uh, they see it as things like, uh, what is it, the uh, famous grouse or low-end Johnny Walker, which, you know, it's not the worst thing ever, Johnny Walker black um, or Johnny Walker red or something like that. It's really not the worst thing ever. I, uh, I... I'm trying to think what are some other blended scotches. Um, either way. Oh, what's that other one? Um, uh, Cuddy Sark or something like that. But anyway. Oh, Cuddy Shark. Cuddy Shark. But I think it's Sark. No, it's Shark. I'm pretty are sure. Because, sure? Yeah. On Casino. Uh, what's his face? They, uh, yeah. Joe Pesci. Yep. And nice. what's his face? They were Cuddy Sharks. Uh, Can I get a Cuddy Shark? I gotta look this up. And then up. on Sopranos first season, I don't know if I just restarted the Sopranos, but they or they have Cuddy Shark on it's their apparently Sark. Is it Sark? Yeah, I, I don't, yeah. Maybe they just say it in a Joe Pesci voice, like "Give me that Cuddy Sack." I just assume Shark. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Pesci. I read I read something about him recently that uh, this like this guy was like when I was a kid, I saw Joe Pesci at an airport, walked up to him. And like wanted to get his a picture with him slash an autograph, and uh, and Joe Pesci goes, "Hey kid, who's your favorite actor?" And he goes, "You." And he goes, and he pulls out a hundred dollar bill out of his uh, wallet. He's like, "Right answer," <laughs> answer to him. <laughs> Which I love, Joe Pesci. Have you seen The Irishman? Yeah, I didn't finish it, but I love Joe Pesci in that. I, it, it was a long, long movie. Yeah, it's one of those things where you have to really enjoy. Yeah, gangster the whole mobster movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. like. Casino, Sopranos, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, gosh, I should think of more than just that. Good, the Goodfellas, yeah, that, those sort of things, yeah. And then on top of it, like, it was more nostalgic than mm-hmm. good, I think. Yeah, yeah, because you, yeah. you get to see that De Niro and yeah, all yeah, that up. yeah. Joe Pesci's very. Um, he seems like a really nice guy, though. From what I hear, he is. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, Home Alone season's coming up. What? Oh, I thought you meant like a new one, like a season of. Uh, no, ep- I was like, is there a just, Netflix it's uh, just the series? Time to start it's almost Christmas time, Cole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, we're we're falling behind. Um, yeah, we gotta move. Let me keep sipping on this though, because I want to pull I, out a few notes. I will say, okay. So, how much does this go for total wine wise? Thirty, forty. Forty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Forty. I will say it. It is nice. Um, I think. 
And I, we've never done Tomatin, right? Not yet on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, so I think there's a few other scotches mm-hmm. that I would probably go for before this, but this mm-hmm. is not bad. Yeah, it's, it's forty bucks. This is killer. Yeah, it. You know, I will say my first sip kind of hit me for a second there. I think mm-hmm. uh, my palate wasn't completely cleansed, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of hit me weird, like a little, little sharp. It's definitely. Got, I think it's got some. It's definitely strong in the notes that it gives. So there's a little bit mm-hmm. of smoke, and then it's like that uh, dried fruit, mm-hmm. um, pear, apricot. Yeah, but I'm liking it. I'm digging it. It's got some. Got some value to it. It'll hit you a little bit. So mm-hmm. I dropped my cube. Cube. Wait, wait. Did you drink it with ice or water yet? Oh, snack. No, I was moving snack. along way too fast. All right. Hold on here. So I'm swirly pooing it with some water. Uh, yeah. And to agree with you on the notes. Yeah, it's really got pleasant. In my opinion, not overly, um, not overly dried fruit notes, but like almost like fresh fruit notes like pear like you were saying and mm-hmm. um and apricots a little bit uh but mm-hmm. not like that like super dried like you know like th- there's like it's there's not like overly a twang sweet. to a yeah exactly. there's a, there's a weird twang to it uh, too yeah to a dried fruit like apricot and it doesn't show up but it's good i actually think that can be overdone and i think this is well balanced yes. in the um the dried fruit department it, uh, I so think... i'm go ahead I think that's a good good point. It's very well balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and I not would, bad for you know, ninety or eighty proof too. Yeah. You know when you mentioned going for like a lower tier, like a famous grouse mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, it would be interesting. So I don't, you know, it'd be interesting to put these two next to each other because I definitely have an opinion on famous grouse. Mm-hmm. Um. But next to something like the famous grass is definitely cheaper than this too. Yeah, you can so get a I handle for less than you can buy this easily. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a fair comparison, but this I will say it's got a lot of balanced, scotchy notes, mm-hmm. and it's you know it really does good good price though. Mm-hmm. All right, um, water wise, about the same. Like nothing really went away too much on it or anything else. It's it's nice. A little less thing. sweet to me on the nose uh, with water. But I just sipped it as yeah. well, and mm. it's it's a little more. It's like the flavor is all still there. Uh, you know, the dried fruits, the sweetness. It's very sweet. Like this is a very sweet scotch. Ooh, um, but it's a little, in my opinion, a little thinned out by the water, which makes sense. But yeah, I'm I'm going the other way with you. I feel like nice. the visco- viscosity, mouthfeel wise, mm-hmm. thickened up a little bit with the water, mm-hmm. and it is. I'm getting a lot more peat. Like it's yeah. a lot smokier with the water. Um, ooh, I kind never, of like this is a nice value pick. I'm kind oh, of digging sure. this. Yeah. Do you ever uh, do you ever do cocktails with scotch or with Highland style scotch? Um, typically, I'll just do um, scotch and soda with lo- like maybe okay. a lemon twist, but that's about it. But this like, is a uh, sweet vermouth with a twist. I have not done a sweet vermouth. That's my favorite drink. <laughs> what? You know what I'm you know what I'm referring to, right? I don't. Oh, you don't? Uh Groundhog Day? Oh okay. <laughs> he's like he's like sweet vermouth with the twist. She's like, that's my favorite trick. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah. Oh, I haven't watched that. That is not my favorite drink, listeners. <laughs> no. I could not drink sweet vermouth straight. I don't like, think like even I could. Manhattans are pushing it these days for me. 
I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. If my smoking hot wife was like, and I was stuck in a Groundhog Day, and that's what she drank, oh. I could I could drink it. Yeah, I would make that. Work. I learned yeah. like Bill Murray mm-hmm. did, but yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like I don't. I think I've talked this maybe a few times on the podcast, and Bryce Marita will be able to correct me later. Uh, I think Bill Murray is overrated, but I love Groundhog Day. Love it. Think it's a fantastic movie. One of the greatest comedy-ish movies of all time. Uh, similarly, Jack Black. I don't love Jack Black, but I love Nacho Libre. I don't think Jack Black's overrated. Yeah, a lot of people kind of feel like what I feel. I don't. I mean, he's okay. Yeah, but like Nacho Libre, quality so, film, so quality t- cinema. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you to the carpet here. Bring me what to the carpet. What, what Bill Murray movie do you feel like is not that good? You know, I, I watched, I think maybe we've talked about this. What about Bob? I did not like. Oh, no. Yeah. I love what I about Bob. I think we Bob. have talked about this. This is Probably bringing up have, bells did, in my actually, mind. I, I think the last time we talked about it, you had not watched it. I've seen most of it, but I was like, he is so annoying. Like, that's, and that's part of the movie is like, he's that's supposed the role. to be annoying. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like he was like, I don't know. Yeah. And then so, again, I've seen some good uh, Wes Anderson films with him in side roles, which he was decent at. Like, uh, but have I you watched? Know. Okay. There well, was one movie yeah. that you brought up that you're like, you need to see this before you fully judge Bill Murray, and I forget what it was. Oh man, I don't know what I what it was. Um, We'll talk. We'll figure yeah, we'll that talk. out. Yeah. All right. So I went to ice a, a little bit ago, and I'm coming yeah. back to it. Uh huh. Is it swirly pooed up? It is swirly pooed. It's colder. Cole. Huh. <laughs> this is you colder. just got cold. Um, um, this is same kind of notes. I'm digging the ice on the nose. It's, yeah, for sure. It's sweeter. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, ooh! Um, before you say anything, uh, their website kept saying this again and again. Best served on ice because you know where they found it in Antarctica. Ant- friggin' yeah. Antarctica! Yeah, yeah. yeah. they said okay. it was like up to like negative thirty or average like negative thirty below or something like that. Or no, that was Celsius. So I can't claim, but actually, that's not too far from where the Fahrenheit was because they they uh, they balance out at negative forty. I want to say so, ice wise. Mm-hmm. Really good, super sweet floral note that I'm getting. Mm. I love it. It's got like slight peat, slight smokiness. I'm, so that's the thing is I'm getting a good amount of smokiness from this through all, th- all three. But this one has like a really sweet floral, ice-wise floral smokiness. Almost. It is good on ice. It's, it's kind of bright. Yeah. It's got it all. And that's the thing, you know, about barley um, whiskey, Ooh. you know, things like, uh, what's it called? Like red breast, which like Irish whiskeys tend to go well on ice. Scotches, sometimes. This one nailed tell, it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. Yeah, Maybe this me. is you know, like pre-refrigeration. Mm-hmm. This is why he kept going back to Antarctica. Mm-hmm. It is better with ice. Yeah. For sure. This it's is hard to get really ice good. in 1909 in England. Takes, I'll tell you what, this yeah. this is like a nice iced wine. Like the sweetness Ooh, is good there. Call. Yeah. The sweetness is there. Mm-hmm. Um 
it just and there's a little bit of peatiness. I get mm. a little bit of smoke, but the sweetness is there. Like it is, yeah, florally sweet, delicious. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Yeah. Iced. It's like it reminds me of a good iced wine, but mm-hmm. it's iced, right? Yeah. It's like you don't always drink iced wine iced, but yeah. This is. Uh, I think I prefer the water pour. Mm-mm. Um. Mm. That being said, it's still really good with ice. I got to take another sip though. Oh, I am digging. Completely loving the ice. This is so good. It hits like the sweetness level. It really hits a, all the notes. It it's like super sweet. Um, pear, slight like apricot, a mm. dried like, like kind of what you would expect out of a scotch. A little bit of smokiness, like that is so really good. nice sweetness. Yeah, yeah. I think Not bad. This, if you were to make a cocktail with this, I would just like honestly, like throw this on some ice with a little bit of club soda. Mm. Oh, oh, get a, a fresh highball, delightful, highball. yeah, mm. but like not, not even, like yeah, a but like, like a I little bit, like, of just yeah. go like a rock glass with a little bit of bubbly. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it is really like ice is where it's at. Nice, I'm loving this. I uh, I gotta start looking up more scotch or highland type scotch um cocktails. Because I can't. Oh, there's like a what is it? A Rob Roy or something? But I think that's just like scotch and scotch in general, and soda, yeah, or like a Coke rather or something like that. I don't even know. Oh, uh, there's a there's a rusty nail. Now I gotta look this up. I think that's a scotch cocktail. No, um, I think rusty nail is just any low proof whiskey with drambuie. Is it? And like a lime or something. Cool. We gotta, mm-hmm. we gotta, we're like at episode link right now, and we have not. I even know. Finished. So yeah. let's uh, let's bring it to our uh, rating point of ratings. You you look up your, your yeah. It's it's now. Scotch and Drambuie. That's about it. No. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna rate this one <laughs> at an eight. I gave some shoulder action when I was thinking about it. Um, yeah, I give this an eight. I think uh, scotch wise, it is good. It's a little light. That's my only complaint. Is that it's a little mm. light. I wish it had a little more proof to it. If it were a hundred proof or maybe even like 90 proof, I think I would like it even more. Uh, that being said, really nicely handled on every pour. Neat yeah. water ice d- did well. Um, and, uh, and I, I don't know if this beats, uh, something like Balvini 12 or 17 or something like Glendronic, uh, but really well balanced. And I'm going to change my, my uh, score from an eight to an 8.1. Okay. Uh, Because it's a little better than just a standard eight. Uh, I think this is great. And for the price, I got it. I mean, I'll think about having one of these on my shelf, especially if there were more scotch cocktails. This would be perfect scotch for sipping scotch and then also for scotch tails. Yeah. Yeah. I am with you. We are not. So we've been pretty far apart the last mm-hmm. couple episodes. I am with you. I'm going 8.2 value nice. wise. Yeah. Man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Got the scotch burps, the skirps, the skirps. Um, yeah. No, like ice wise i was um, i was not quite there but close mm-hmm. to hubba to what status um nice. but like all three phases great i mean if you like scotch you're gonna love this mm-hmm. right like 
it's it's delicious. I got a little bit of penis. Cole didn't like. It mm. might be good. Something introduce the clashes in general, like get them introduced a little bit of smokiness. Mm. Um, eight point two, solid. Nice, loved it. Thanks, Bryce Brita. Eyes, yeah, yeah. Thanks, mm-hmm. Bryce. Um, I no, but I will say this one caveat: uh-huh. we had the uh, uh, the uh, uh, Buffalo Entry Trace wheat, yeah, mm-hmm. kosher wheat bourbon yep. last week, and to me that was like. It was just, there was not a lot of flavor going on. To me, like compared to that, this has a lot of flavor this going on. It definitely has so. a lot going on for even an 80 prover. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, and I don't know how much that's skewing. Um, so, but mm-hmm. compared to that, for sure, lots of flavors. 8.2. There we go. Nice. All right. Cool. It's time for Whiskey World News. And we're running by. Here we go. Are you ready for Whiskey World News? Yes. Hey, we're back. <laughs> it's time for Whiskey World News, part of the show where we're reading an article, we talk about it, and we're going long, so I'm, I'm going to try to read quickly without messing this up. And this one comes from our favorite whiskey wash author. Nice. Nino. Nino. Kilgore. Kilgore. Um, It's called Turkey Tom Bourbon Debuts in an Offbeat Turkey Decanter. Nice. If you hadn't noticed on your calendar by now, the days are closing in on Thanksgiving. The food and drink centered holiday will bring all the trimmings to one's kitchen and table, including a choice selection of booze. One booze. recent bourbon release is seemingly aimed, aiming to capture, oh geez, Louise, this trend taking form of American whiskey inside a turkey decanter. The new Turkey Tom bourbon, according to information provided to us by the company Blint behind it, is an MGP sourced bourbon that is at least two years of age and is mm. also noted by Aiko Importers. It seen it is seen by them as an incredible work of art to some <laughs> really wow. a, tur- a turkey decanter is an incredible yeah. work of art. Two year MGP juice. Incredible work. Incredible work of art. Work of art. Uh, a gorgeous hand painted bottle. Oh, hand painted. Well, I guess that's gorgeous. Yeah, that makes up art. for the whiskey. Represent the seasons everyone falls in love with. Pumpkins, maple leaves, and of course our turkey tom is presented in this bottle's design. And to match the fall-inspired design, we made the spirit inside in accordance. An American bourbon with a toasted barrel, caramel oak, and cherries dominate the palate. A perfect dram to pair with the season. Wow. A bourbon that will keep you happy in the fall and keep you warm in the winter. The decanter this <laughs> comes in is somewhat reminiscent of the decanters which were released by distilleries as Jim Beam at low point in American whiskey history. <laughs> What? <laughs> too much, where too much inventory had been produced, and the drinking public had shifted towards other spirits such as the vodka. You can find many of so these funny. today as collectibles. Turkey Tom is seemingly circulated by the U.S. at the moment, popping up in retail stores at sixty dollars to eight dollar range. While we can't speak to the quality of the juice inside, <laughs> <laughs> it might be an interesting acquisition to accompany your turkey come later this month. If nothing else. It can serve as a unique holiday decoration in the years to come. That's funny. <sighs> cool. Any thoughts? Yes. Like, kinda... <laughs> no, it's funny. You're like, and like I really appreciate how he's showing me the picture. And it says, <laughs> be thankful on it. Uh, it's like, be, you should be grateful. Um, yeah, what I, what I found funny. And at, at first, I was honestly judging Nino for a second. Uh, thinking like Nino, have you have you sold out? Um, because what this 
whiskey has going for it is a hand painted bottle that is sh- shaped in the shape of a turkey. Um, and uh, but I appreciate that Nino is like we can't attest to the taste, and I and I imagine in my <laughs> mind that the uh, whiskey wash and Nino were offered a taste, and he's like, if you want an actually good review of this don't let me taste this. <laughs> like I will write an article, but I will not taste we, it. If you want we gotta a write good this review. up for a sponsor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I find that very funny because, you know, the whiskey wash gets everything in terms of like tastes and like free bottles and stuff like that. And I just find it funny that like Nino is writing this article, but I, I actually, <laughs> lo- I, I didn't lose my respect for Nino Marchetti, uh, Nino Kilgore Marchetti, uh, because oh, uh, he, uh, he actually at that that point where he's like, I haven't actually tried this, <laughs> or we can't actually attest to the whiskey within. I thought that was so funny, but yeah, if you're into uh, painted uh, decanters of turkeys, uh, this might be your bottle. So that's all I can uh, say. And yeah. you know, Cole, I have nothing to add to what you said. <laughs> so you know what? Is it time to move over to our last segment of the show? Yeah, let's move it over to whiskey. What whiskey would you choose? Not whiskey world news. <laughs> what whiskey world would you choose? Yep, I choose Earth because yep. I think they've got the best. They got all right here. So, so we'll last, go over last week, week's yeah, mm-hmm. last week was a, a, you know, and we recorded early, so we don't have all the votes tallied here, but I'm pretty sure. We can rest assured that Cole won here. Last week was, if you could oh. share a drink with anyone, what are you drinking and what are you sharing with? Sharing it with. <clears throat> and Cole went with Terry Crews. Yeah. Because Terry loves whiskey. Terry loves uh, whiskey. And he went with Glendronic 18. I went with Taiwaititi. I can't even say his name. I just want I love him. He's a cool guy. Cool dude. Yeah. I went with the New Zealand Doublewood. And Cole won 67% to 33% at the time of the recording. So uh, one thing I must say, and I'm going to break our speed right now for a second. You okay. still need to see Jojo Rabbit. And I thought about it. You were like, doesn't that involve like, um, doesn't that involve like uh, concentration camps? It kind of doesn't. It definitely deals with Nazis. Uh, but uh, if it's not one of those movies you really have to like prep your mind for. So you need to see Jojo Rabbit. Great movie great movie it's got like sam uh sam uh what's his last name uh sam sam sammy yeah what's his hagar no uh sam something well sam sam uh but anyway it's got it's got a bunch of great actors but taiki ytt nails the role i mean he plays hitler but he like does it in a really good way okay um, i tell you like what it's, cool. it's not all sad yeah i will watch it in the next two weeks sam rockwell okay i've mm-hmm. i've yet to watch primer which you suggested to me like four years ago you still gotta see that movie but you actually do have to prep your mind for primer like get ready okay. for uh thinking movie yeah okay so mm-hmm. i will i i promise you in actually i'll say by the by december i will nice. watch jojo rabbit do it do it primer mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, like, eventually. Like, yeah. We'll get to it. Okay. Maybe we'll watch it in Virginia. Ooh. Barracuda. Barracuda. I was listening to Heart the other day on the radio, and I was like, ooh, Barracuda. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Was that a Bush's Baked Beans moment? I think we just had a Bush's Baked Beans I think beans we moment. did. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. So we had some good write-ins here. Uh, Bryce Morita, the often-mentioned Bryce Morita on this yeah. episode mm-hmm. went with Nick 
off Herman. And uh, Bryce reached out to us and he's like, I've never had a quicker answer on what was he going to choose. So yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He went with Nick Offerman, either Lagavulin mm-hmm. 16 or Ardbeg Supernova. Nice. Second Supernova mentioned in the podcast. Yeah. And then a uh, so good insider bringing it back around James Gandolfini, Glenn Levitt and wild That'd turkey meat. Yeah. Uh, That's our second mention of the Sopranos on this podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Back around. Who gives a damn proper 12 with Connor McGregor? I don't know if I want to be like, you might get punched in He'd the face. He'd probably punch me in the face. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I do not have the, the patience for people like Connor McGregor, but like, I, I think that, uh, Connor Gilbert is a huge fan of Connor McGregor. So I will say this. I am good at taking a punch, but I don't want to take a punch from Connor McGregor. Have you, have you taken a punch before? Oh man, I was the guy who said the last thing before people got punched. Uh-huh. Like, I was like that yeah. guy. I was that guy. I was man, like, either- it, part of my my uh, Fight Club like uh, like uh, aspirations is to be that guy and to be like, all right, I'm sorry, I'm the last guy to say something before a fight breaks out. I was yeah, no, but that's I, again like an aspiratory or whatever the word is. Uh, I had- Fight clubby thing. I had a low tolerance for lack of better words, pussyfooting. Like, uh-huh. like dude, yeah. either move on or let's just start fighting. Yeah. And so dude, I've, I've, some part I've of been wishes. Like, and I probably shouldn't have. And I've had, and like, and I, to be honest, I'm not a tough guy, but I, and I've gotten beaten down and I've had been bloodied up probably five, six times. Really? Yeah. In high school and like college. But but you probably took people more than that, am I right? No, <laughs> no I take a good punch. <laughs> I uh, it just reminds me of um, yeah, like Fight Club, where he's like, "Your next mission is to start a fight and then lose." Yeah, well, and he's and like, I, "It's amazing how many people avoid starting fights or like 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 initiating in a fight." Yeah, I w- it's I will say once a fight starts, people are usually quick to want to stop it. Mm-hmm. So I've. I will say I probably have lost like my dad when I almost fought that guy in the street. And, yeah, like yeah. well, well, like no, like when fights start, people usually re- like sensible. Say, you people, know what? We're good. We're good. Yeah, exactly. People mm-hmm. get into me like, whoa, tempers were flared. Yeah, you said something, and which was typically me mm-hmm. that set me off was the final straw. And you know what? Let's just stop. Okay, I will say like that. Fifty percent of the fights that I've been in have been that. The Stop other fifty percent right happen. Yeah. No, 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 no. They happen. Oh, okay. Like people will throw a couple of punches, and you like. And then people will be like, "All right, all right, all right, all right, we're done, we're mm-hmm. done, we're good." Break. Yeah. You know, I'm like, "Okay, are we done? We're huh. done." Like, yeah. Um, I just the other... amped my respect for you, though. Well, and that's the thing. Robbie like, oh, Dedlow, a fighting man. Not necessarily a fighting man. <laughs> like, I will like. I'll say. I'll be the one to say something. Like, dude, like, are you gonna move on, or are we gonna fight? Yeah, and then yeah. like people start throwing punches, and like well, people punches me and throwing. I'm like, this is dumb. Like, blah, blah, and we're punching each other. I'm like, like really. Uh, anyway, that could be a whole nother podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for the future of this podcast now. <laughs> yeah. Not that I wasn't before, but yeah. I've been, but go on. Know, yeah. Okay, I, I that's being raised by a guy who didn't <laughs> take crap, and then you learn to be a kid who doesn't take crap, and you just like yeah. either we dish it or we take it. And did your on. dad ever like if you if like someone you got to hold your ground? Was your dad that kind of guy? Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Yeah, I yeah. mean, cool and that, like my dad was the guy who stopped me from beating up a guy in the street. So yeah, yeah, no, my dad was like 
people got to learn lessons. Yeah, and that's what I feel when I'm studying for exams. <laughs> to be to be honest, I didn't give lessons. I just <laughs> but you hold I, held your ground, you know. Yeah, and, well, and like I said, like there's a level where that's respectable, but then there's a level where you know maybe we shouldn't fight as respectable. Yeah, well, it's one of those things where it's like like you're gonna be disrespectful, like what's gonna happen you're gonna learn yeah that, well, that either, there are consequences either, either to saying you move on things. or yeah. something's gonna happen and yeah something mm-hmm. would happen and anyway moving on uh robbie Dedlow's good at fighting or starting <laughs> fights and also yes. barking milk and then our last write in because we're a little late here we'll post it we'll, <laughs> we'll out. Uh, our canadian turtle from both tasking yeah. with uh wiser's 35 with the pope might as well Described to me as a tasting like the tears of an angel, and I have a lot of questions. And I yeah, respect that. I like that answer. That's yeah. a classic whole response of, I respect that. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was last week's with a lot of side winding through yeah. there. But <laughs> I feel like this has been a good episode, though. I'm enjoying I'm myself. I'm sure our listeners, like even like Matt Porter is listening and he's like, I'm probably going to like pull out, like, like, drive like he drives i i think from what i hear like he drives his his daughters to school or something like that when when he listened to us well maybe he'll have to stay in the car a little longer oh yeah sorry we ruined drop off time yeah well maybe just enjoy a little extra time with those daughters of yours yeah we uh, we made drop off time better yeah girls don't fight yeah don't Don't fight fight. girls listen to your dad and be good little girls your dad matt he loves you and, and you know what? Matt is a good man. Matt wouldn't allow others to resort to violence. Matt would yeah. turn the other cheek just like you girls should. Respect other, your father. Yeah. Respect your friggin' father. Zoe, Zoe, you listen to your father. Yeah. What's the other, is that his only daughter? Or is no, he, no, no, no. Zoe, I'm, I'm talking. No, no, I, you're no, talking to I, Caleb Olson's daughter. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but she's cool. She doesn't have a name like Zoe. (laughs) Silly me. You know, that's not right. No, 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 no. Yeah. Children, listen to your parents. Don't start fights. I believe the children of the future, Robbie. Don't listen to Uncle Robbie. Uncle Robbie is balding. Studying. Cold. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, what is this week's What Was Going On? So, so I think it's a little fitting for the month of November. Some people. Where the uh, heck are the rails? Where are the rails? We went way <laughs> off of them. Some people for November decide to uh, no shave or uh, no certain things and to abstain from certain things. But some people decide that mm-hmm. uh, abstinence applies to alcohol in the month of November. And, uh, and that is cool. If you're into that, I respect that. Uh, good for you. It is. I, I personally always respect people that are able to set boundaries for themselves, even if temporary boundaries. Yep. Uh, if you're able to say maybe alcohol is um, creeping up on me too quickly, if you want to take a month off, that's respectable. Uh, respect. And maybe you'll recenter, reprogram uh, yourself to know that alcohol is not the answer to a lot of things. It is the answer to uh, Chill Filter Podcast because it's all about alcohol. But that being well, said, uh, I actually have episodes. boundaries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like Robbie and I, or at least I, uh, have really resorted to um, that I should only be drinking mostly for the podcast and for the weekends. Uh, and I look at that and say, you know what? Uh, it is not good to drink every day. And I would recommend that to anyone, to be honest. It's not good to drink every day. Um, well, water is... You know. Yes. I mean, you need water to survive. So I do back that up. Uh, 
listeners, including the children of our listeners, especially drinking water is good every day. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're, we're way off the rails. So um, some people say I'm going to no drink November. <laughs> and uh, and so here's the question. If you took a month off of whiskey, what whiskey would you return in the first of December or, you know, the weekend or whatever the, in December? What would you return to whiskey wise? What would be kind of one of those ones that's like, ah, it's been a while. This whiskey, I want to drink you when I come back. Yeah. Easy hand sanitizer in the bottle aged for one month. Um, no, no, Gosh, I no. Oh you man, should Sorry. inject that uh, hand sanitizer into you actually instead no. of drinking it. All right, um, so taking a month off of whiskey. Mm-hmm. What whiskey are you coming back to? This is hard for me to think about. Yeah, it, no, that's a good question. It's it kind of yeah. like because you got a couple factors here. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like your reentry buzz. Yeah, mm-hmm. or entry it, buzz. Entry buzz. It's in also case. like what do you what what tastes great, but is not going to, you know, knock your socks off completely. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's also what's available. True. All right. Do you have an idea? Not yet. I'm still thinking actually. Okay. Oh man. I got to turn around and look here. Uh, okay. I got one. And now that I'm looking at your shelf, I have one. Um, oh, okay. E.H. Taylor, small batch. Uh, bourbon. Okay. Just good whiskey can't beat it always good it is delicious like, if you find it that's the good thing. but i could see myself like entry buzzing the month of december <laughs> it sounds so bad but like like starting off the month of December, and like and when i got back from the a month off i'd be like okay i want something classic i want something that's reliable and good yeah i would go to eh taylor small batch okay so to me this is is seasonal Okay. If I'm taking November off and I don't have another drink until December, you got a warm one. I am going to, well, not completely warm. I'm going to go with a uh, midwinter's night dram. Ooh, a uh, shout out to Brian Rapp, who actually uh, was able to give uh, me two samples of the most recent uh, midwinter night dram so that I will courier one to you, Robbie. So, Oh, I didn't know that. That is awesome. Yeah. What a guy. He's beautiful too. Seriously. Oh, yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. gorgeous. So anyway, mm-hmm. to me, I, that's not like I've had that bottle up there for oh, two years now. I'm going on mm-hmm. two years. And nice. to me, I, whenever I'm like, oh, what should I pour tonight? It never crosses my mind because I'm like, oh, no, that's for winter. That's for the winter times. Yeah. So that's what that's I'd probably come back to. Midwinter nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm going with. I like that. Holy yeah. moly, Cole. Do you see our timestamp? I do see that. And I'm surprised. This this actually like feel, didn't feel like it dragged on, but it, yeah, apparently did. Oh, I had a good time, man. So uh, next week, we're actually going to stay in the Scotch realm. Uh, we're going to stick it between uh, Ardbeg, uh, Scorch, uh, the committee release. And then we're also going to uh, put it between uh, Dalmore. Oh, man. What was it called? Uh, King Alexander the Third. And uh, and that was so the scorch was was one of mine, but uh, the King Alexander the Third was a um, dang it, I feel like a terrible friend. Um, it was uh, Sean Ciaro's uh, joint. So yes. um, okay, so thanks, Sean, for bearing with me while I thought of your name for a second. Fish and sips, right? Fish and sips, baby. There you go. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks, Sean. And then uh, yeah, so we'll put it up. To the, they're both like. Somewhat high-end scotches. I'll admit that King Alexander III is a little more expensive, uh, oh, but they're okay. both somewhat hard to find. Uh, so thanks, Sean, for sending that. And, but Cole, uh, have, have either of them been to the 
Antarctic? No, neither one have been in space <laughs> either. So, oh. um, but uh, yeah, put your votes in uh, this week, Tuesday or Wednesday, and uh, we will find out which one wins and we'll drink out next week. Uh, but actually, it might be a week between them. Uh, yeah. We're going to figure that one out because I am moving across the country next week and it's very unlikely I'll be able to not only record, but also edit. So, um, well, But cool. I just remembered, Robbie, that we actually still have... Um, Tullamore do cider cask finish that we could still edit and and put up for next Throw week in. in case we're not able to find a great uh secondary co-host for the week so well i'll figure and well there's we can find somebody oh we can find somebody yeah the editing's a tricky part because we'll figure that out i got that. we'll figure it out and you know what you know what cole mm-hmm. i hope you find a truck stop with internet access so mm-hmm. that we can drink some good scotch with each other next week yes I hope I can stop in the middle of the country and drink some scotch. Cole, I really do hope I, I, the fin- the fin- finishing up, packing up, loading the trucks, moving out goes well for you. All while having a infant, an infant, mm-hmm. and all that. But most of all, listeners, more importantly than Cole taking care of his family and moving across <laughs> country... <laughs> I hope our love of spirits lifted, lifted. yours. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>